What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Juvie Podcast. We're here for another Saturday with the boys. We got some guests on the show today. Yes, so do. excited to introduce them. But before we do, if you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, make sure you're following us over there and leave us a five-star review. Download the episode. If you guys are on YouTube, just past 7,000 subscribers, growing pretty fast over there. So go make sure you're in the first 10,000 subscribers. Hit that subscribe button. And Josh, who are we talking with today? Today, we're speaking with the people who created a company which is making it 10 times easier to build your credit while also limiting debt. You might recognize the name of this company from one of our previous episodes. We're talking with the creators of Fizz. How's it going, guys? Hey, guys. Good to be here. Good to talk with you guys. Hey, guys. You guys, so we're joined today by Scott and Sam. Sam is the head of content over at Fizz. Scott is a co-founder and COO. You guys, you we heard you heard Fizz about two weeks ago back on Juvie. We've been connected with Fizz for a while now. Like Josh mentioned, they're helping Gen Z build their credit. We said, hey, let's have them on the show because when we're working with the company, we want you guys to also feel like you're friends with them as we've made our friends over at Fizz. So Scott, let's just take it back to square one. You're coming out of college and where, where's this idea come from? Absolutely. So picture this. We are in Berlin in the summer of 2021. My co-founders and I had just rented the shittiest Airbnb we could find. We're sitting there on the couch trying to think of problems we'd like to solve. My co-founders are both international students, so they had a really hard time building credit when they came to Harvard. Um, and I was always the friend who people would like send Venmo payments for to help them figure out a budget. So then the idea for FIS came up. We're like, why don't we make it radically easier for young people to build credit in America? That's wow, awesome. We love that. Yeah, I think it's very important because me personally, I've never had a credit card. I have no idea what a credit score really is, um, and I don't know how to build credit. So when we found you guys, we thought it was really, um, like really important and a really incredible thing that you guys were trying to put together for for the youth. Thank you. And since then, Josh has joined Fizz. I have. I just want to ask: you've been with Fizz for about a month now. Yeah. How's it been? What's it feel like? It's been great. I've every single time I use the card, it gives me an immediate um, like alert from the app. It says Fizz. I don't know exactly what it says, um, but like if I pay gas, it will give me a certain amount of money that I'm I can spend within that day, oh, and then awesome. it will like how much I spend. It will just put the amount that I didn't spend from the credit allowance back onto the card. That's super. So cool. it's really cool, and it makes spending like makes you feel like you're earning with spending, and also gives you like cash oh cash back rewards on certain stuff. That's awesome. And then Sam, I'm assuming you joined the picture a little bit later once the idea is off the ground. So let's fast forward for a minute. Sam, when do you come on board? Is Scott the one that reaches out with this idea or how does this partnership come together? So yeah, it's a, it's a good question. So it was about uh, November 2021 that uh, I was looking for a new job and <clears throat> I got connected with Scott just on the Y Combinator job board mm. work at a startup.com. Um, really hit it off. It was, you know, we had a, a great kind of first interview and, uh, about a month after that, I also got to talk to Carlo, the other, other co-founder of the company. And, uh, about a month after that, I started working, um, as a contract employee with this, uh, helping out with their content strategy and helping them grow the wait list. A few months after that in March joined full time and the rest is history and it's just been awesome to be a part of a company with such a great mission because, you know, it's an interesting thing. You, you really don't see uh, companies like this very often. Yeah. Um, you know, usually the, 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 the calculus is, you know, Hey, we'll give you something, but you have to pay us or you have to give us something, you know, what we're doing at Fizz really is, you know, we're, we want to help young adults build credit. We want to help young adults be financially literate yeah. and we're not really asking for anything in return. That's awesome. Um, and so, you know, that's it's it's a great it's a great organization to be a part of. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool. I love that. And then um, so taking it back a little bit back to the origins, 
How did you come up with the idea? So you, we know that you had a problem that you wanted to fix. How did you come up with a solution on how to fix that? Yeah, so we really like looked at credit cards. If you think about the system, the US is one of the only countries where it actually matters to have a credit score. So mm -hmm. from the perspective of two international students, it was like kind of strange. So we kind of like thought of the problem from its most basic components, right? Like, okay, here's why you need credit. Why is the system for building it so complicated and how can we make it easier? So this is actually a debit card that builds credit. It's one of only two products in the world that allows wow. users to do that. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I know it's funny when, when we first came across Fizz, it was actually through another creator who's in the finance world. And I remember like when when he first like brought it across, I, I went to my dad and I was like, I, I'm not understanding. Like I've always just learned that a debit card's only for a debit and a credit card's the only thing that can build your credit. And he's like, I've actually never heard of a product like this. Yeah. And so we went back and forth on it for a minute. And I think that's kind of what sparked the interest for us to work together is, you know, we're a podcast that's very innovative in the space. There's not a lot of other fully Gen Z produced podcasts. And then I think to come across a brand and a company Company who was doing something similar in a sense where it was innovative. It hadn't really, really been done. Um, but Scott, I know as a young entrepreneur, sometimes you have the idea, but there's a roadblock there or there's, you know, majority of people have ideas, but never start it. So how do you actually, how does it actually come to fruition? How do you get that, that step B and just start it? Absolutely. So this sounds like kind of corny, but I think that people always talk about if you want to eat an elephant, you always have to start in very small pieces instead of trying to bite the whole thing off at once. Yeah. Starting Fizz, we were kind of like super naive, right? It's a very complex product in very, very complex and heavily regulated space. Um, so I think that a little bit of naivety is healthy, but also just like do the easiest thing next. Mm. So like for us, we started with doing a bunch of user interviews. We talked to all of our friends who are also college students. We're like, okay, do you have this problem? If we solved it in this way, would that make you happy? When they said yes, we move to the next step. So start doing little things at once and then move on. Mm. Yeah, I love that. It's a really good way to put it. I definitely think that's true because I think a lot of people will try and, if they're trying to build a company, they'll go all out right at the very beginning and try and start with a product instead of like perfecting the idea. Uh, that's really good. Um, and I think that's something that you guys, or what you've shown, you've like, you've put that together really well. Because I know there was also a delay with, um, with launching. And I think you guys are, you're probably glad that happened, even though it might've been a setback in the moment. But I think now that it's actually launched, you probably realized really glad that we took another minute and like put it together the best we could. And I think for us in the podcast space, it's so similar. We just had to be like, okay, how do we start a podcast? Well, we have to record episode one. And what's funny is we're past episode 100 at this point, and we're still running into roadblocks all the time, yeah. as I'm sure you guys are. Now, Sam, over in the content space, stuff's about to go live, or you're starting to work with Scott. What's kind of like what's kind of like the back end of building a company through content? Because a lot of our you know our audience is entrepreneurs, and I'd love to just hear a little bit of behind the scenes there in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it sounds obvious. But at the end of the day, you just have to create content that people want to want to read, want yeah. to watch, want to use, want to take advantage of, really. Um, and that's always, you know, been kind of my north star. I, you can you search for answers to personal finance questions on Google. You get a lot of really, really bad advice, frankly, and you get a lot of stuff that clearly somebody, you know, is just putting out there, maybe even auto-generated. That's not designed to help. It's just kind of designed to generate clicks. Um, so that was, you know, that I think is, is far and away was and still is the most important thing for the content operation of this is saying, hey, we have this great product. We are helping people, you know, who previously didn't have access to credit building tools, uh, helping you build credit just through everyday spending. But, you know, what else can we do for 
you know, an entire generation of mm. college students and young adults. Um, you know, how can we teach them about taxes? How can we teach yeah. them about, you know, what type of internships they should or shouldn't be getting while they're in college? Um, you know, how they should be managing their money. Should they be saving? Should they be investing? Mm. Um, all that stuff is just so important. And there's a lot of bad advice out there. Mm. So, uh, you know, it's been fun to, it's been a fun challenge to figure out, you know, what exactly people are excited about learning about, mm. um, how to get them there in the first place, uh, you know, because finance can be scary and a lot of people like to hold it at arm's length. Yeah. Um, but it's a really fun challenge and it's, it's a fun thing to work on every day uh, because it's really important and, you know, nobody's ever been upset about learning more about their finance. <laughs> it's true. It's always yeah. going to put them in a better place at the end of the day. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah, I definitely agree because personally, I know nothing about credit. Um, I was never really taught that in school because I feel like that's not something that's usually taught these days. It's true. Um, so for people out there who know nothing about credit, like us, can you tell us a little bit about how it works, how to build it, and what credit actually is and how it can help you in the real world? Yeah, for sure. So your credit score is essentially your financial reputation. Uh, if you have a bad credit score, that signals that in the past, maybe you've gone through bankruptcies or you haven't paid off bills. Um, and if you have a good credit score, it signals that you know you've not you haven't gone bankrupt or you, you yeah. have been paying off your bills. Um, now, it's a the asterisk there is that it's all theoretical, right? Mm -hmm. um, somebody who is 19 and just started college and really knows how to manage their money. Uh, probably isn't going to be able to get a normal credit card because they don't have any credit history. Like, so does that make sense? Mm -hmm. No, yeah. not at all. That person should be able to get it. In right. theory, they should have an 850 credit score because they've never made any mistakes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and that's what it's so exciting. That's the issue that's so exciting to, to be able to solve at Fizz. But yeah, so your credit score is essentially financial reputation. Um, and really the, one of the easiest ways to build up that reputation is by opening a line of credit in your name. Now, most people will do that using a credit card, a student credit card, regular credit card after they graduate. Um, you know, those are tough. A lot of times you might not get approved and you know, there's, they don't necessarily come with the most straightforward manual. So a lot of people misuse them, go into debt, overspend, and you know, not only ruin that financial reputation and a credit score, but you know, they end up in a position where they're just generally distrustful of the mm, financial yeah. industry. Um, you know, very rightfully so in a lot of ways, but if that's your mindset, you know, early on in life, you're not going to prioritize using financial products that can help you like an investment account or a savings account. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's why that, you know, getting started early and realizing that, you know, while the system is not super equitable by any means, uh, just learning how important it is to dip your toes in and learn and get to know just the whole ecosystem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it's so important. And so, yeah, it all, it all comes, it all starts with that, that, that financial reputation credit score. Um, 
but yeah, so I, I don't know if that fully answers. No, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I remember what the other part. Was. I feel like you know what's funny about like you. It, it honestly seems like when you're talking about credit, you're putting it in a positive light. But I feel like majority of the time when you hear about credit, it's put in a negative light because it, I don't know. This might just be me, but it, growing up, I just assumed credit equals debt, and I don't yeah. really know why I had that. But I think it's because. You know, just for my parents, my parents went to college at a young age, didn't come from super financially stable families, so they went into credit card debt tremendously. So I think just growing up, I was like, yep, nope, not going to get a credit card. You know, that's bad. But as I think I've grown up, I've realized, you know, hearing from the most financially stable people, they have the highest credit stores, which they leverage. So I think that's it's an interesting way to paint it. So, Scott, you, you have the idea. You're starting to get the people on board here. What are some roadblocks you're running into in the beginning that you have to overcome to get Fizz launched? Absolutely. So one of the roadblocks for sure is that we are like these three kids who just dropped out of college and we're going and like talking to all these people like let's build a financial product. So people are like honestly looking at us like we're kind of silly. Um, so I guess in the beginning it was definitely figuring out how to know our numbers, know all the sorts of stats to appear like legit to all of our partners. Um, so mm-hmm. that was a learning curve for sure. Um, and then second, um, like we spoke a little earlier about like the delays with our launch. Building a product like Fizz is very, very complex. So it takes a long time and a lot of legal work. Um, so the biggest roadblock was definitely making sure that our product was like compliant with all the rules and regulations that have to do with building a credit product. In the yeah, States. Mm. I, I wanted to go back to the, your first answer there, which was, you know, having to go into rooms with high level people and maybe a little bit of imposter syndrome or not feeling up to the standard. How do you put yourself in situations like that as a young, young entrepreneur and kind of rise up to the level that everyone else is at? Yeah, so I think. I don't know if there's really, is there a big secret to getting over imposter syndrome? I, I guess I would say that a lot of it is just pretending. Yeah. Um, so you just have to believe that you're the one who's supposed to be in this room. And with this specifically, it's like, okay, who is better qualified to build a card for young people than young people? This mm, is yes. one of the only cards in the market we can get that is built by people who are probably near your age. Mm. Um, so we thought that that expertise lent itself to like a lot of credibility. And it ended up like, people believing that story too. And that's how we overcame it. Did, did people take you serious off the bat or was there a little bit of having to prove yourself? There's definitely a little bit of having to prove yourself. Um, so like dropping out of college used to be kind of glamorized. So that that kind of helps a little <laughs> bit. Um, but but then when we started to like prove that, okay, we've actually been reading up on these regulations. Like we read the entire rule book. We read the laws. Um, we just we just proved ourselves over time. And then they started to believe that, okay, these guys are kind of qualified. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I think the best way to prove yourself is just consistency. Yeah. We've learned that through its show itself. And I also agree with the thing like, the person who is the most qualified to make somebody is somebody who's going to use their own product. Mm. So for like you guys as young people who I'm assuming use Fizz cards, I don't think there's anybody more qualified to create someone than somebody who has the issue they're trying to solve. That's a good point. Um, So I think that's something that probably set you guys apart with the rest of the competition. Absolutely. Um, So we would like go into rooms where like, okay, us and our friends had a really hard time with money. We had a really hard time building credit. Here's a product that we're creating for ourselves. That's a direct quote. We'd say we're creating this product for ourselves. Mm. And now that this is launched, everyone on the team uses it on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. When you guys, you know, first got into the age of being able to get a credit card at 18, were like, did it feel like just sharks coming at you? Like everyone's in my email box trying to get me to sign up for their card. And when that happens to people that are listening to the show, how do they decide and why would they pick Fizz over anyone else? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, the one that they should pick is definitely Fizz. A uh, little biased over here, I guess. But, <laughs> um, but really, I, I, I do think it's the best when you're starting out. I mean, our real advantage is the fact that we're all, it's, 
I look at this as all the benefits of a credit card without any of the drawbacks. Yeah. And I mean, every step of the way you have these. So, you know, let's say you turn 18 and you get inundated with credit card offers. All of those cards are going to be ones that you either have to apply for, which you're probably not going to get because you don't have any credit history, or they're going to be secured credit cards where you have to take a big chunk of your money and you have to lock it away and yeah. not be able to touch it the entire time you're building credit. This we don't check your credit. You know, mm. it's that our our target market, our audience that we want to help, are people that don't have credit scores. So you know, checking credit isn't isn't relevant for us. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the first thing. And then you know, let's say holding everything else equal, you you do get a you know you can get approved for a myriad of different cards. Um, the fact that Fizz operates on this daily payment cycle mm. with daily auto pay is a game changer because you know, it makes it almost impossible to overspend and go into debt. Yeah. Uh, your purchases are being paid off on a daily basis for you. And your card's really operating much like your bank-issued debit card. You know, you go out and you spend $10 on a hamburger today. Later tonight, that $10 is going to be withdrawn from your bank account so that you're starting the next day with, you know, a zero balance on your Fizz card and an accurately reflected checking account. That's, you know, no yeah. other credit card is going to do that for you. Every other credit card is saying, says, here's 1500 bucks, go wild for the entire month. And then hopefully you can pay us back. Yeah. But they are secretly hoping that you don't so that you go into debt and, you you know, miss payments and have to pay them fees and interest and all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're right off the bat are just like two fundamental differences between Fizz and a credit card. And to me, if you're just starting out, it's a no brainer. You know, I don't know why you would want to use some other tool that makes you jump through hoops and, and penalizes you if you, if you do stuff, if you do things wrong. And I mean, you know, that's just getting started too. Like yeah. we can talk even more about all the, you know, the, the cash back that you can earn with this card. Yeah. Um, you know, all of the financial resources we have, the dedicated customer support. Um, it's all stuff that you're not going to get even with cards that are marketed for students from, you know, discover bank of America, Chase, yeah. you name it. I love that. And that's, that's like, uh, it was a question I had when I was, when I first used my Fizz card. Um, so I want to go get gas. And as soon as I use my Fizz card, I got a text on my phone from Fizz um, that said I had $200 to spend. Um, so I'm assuming that like you guys give five or on my card, it came with 500. I don't know if every card comes with a 500 um, like preloaded balance or something. We, uh, so we connect to every user's bank account and oh. then give a spend limit based okay. on how much you have in that connected bank. Account. Great. Oh, that's Part awesome. Yeah. So it's like to keeping people from over. Okay. Yeah. That was going to make, that makes sense. So it's, it's essentially the same thought process as a credit card, except it's actually your money, not just money they're giving you. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Exactly. I love with that. With a credit, with a normal credit card, you put in that application, you put in what your yearly income is and then they spit out some computer generated mm. like com basically completely arbitrary amount that you can you know spend before you have to start paying them back but with this we actually have thought that's awesome that's really great should have to spend. yeah yeah know, we don't think that you should have you know you, you we don't want people to be able to spend more than they have yeah that's awesome it's very good I was um, going to ask you, actually, as you've been using your Fizz card, what's been like something that you're like, oh, this is so sick. Like, I didn't really know this was possible through a card. 
I think it's definitely the thing where it's not going to put me into debt because it's my money. <laughs> like, so does it feel like safer than? Absolutely. That's because awesome. it, yeah, it resets the, by the day, so it will show five hundred dollars loaded on the card, and mm. then when I get gas, it will say I have two hundred dollars to spend. If I don't spend all of that, it will just put the rest of it back on, and then only take the amount of money I spent, and then withdraw at the end of the day. That's awesome. So it's like it's really easy to use, um, and I also realized. I was just like scrolling through the app, kind of perusing it a little bit to get myself more familiar with it. There was a page where you can um, uh, check your credit score, I think, but it said this is not a credit check and it will not affect your credit score. What is a credit check and why will it affect your credit score? So a credit check is a couple things, right? So your normal credit check, or I guess I shouldn't say normal, but like, you have basically what are called soft pulls and hard pulls on your credit. A hard pull when you apply for a new line of credit, like a credit card, not a Fizz card because we don't check your credit, but a normal credit card, if you apply it for a mortgage, an auto loan, a personal loan, any of those, uh, the lender will put, you know, do a hard pull on your credit. That actually shows up, might knock your credit score down by a couple points. Mm. Another reason why Fizz is great because we don't do that. Um, and they're taking a look at your whole credit profile, all of your open lines of credit, all your closed lines of credit, you know, the details of those. Um, and it's it, it, lenders use that as a way to figure out whether or not they're going to approve your loan. Uh. They also use it as a way to figure out how much interest they're going to charge you. If, for example, you're you know looking to buy a car or buy a house. Okay. Um, a soft credit pull is what we do on the Fizz app um, to show you your credit score. Uh, you know, companies like Credit Karma, if you make an, uh, make an account with them, they'll also do a soft credit mm. pull. Um, it's just a way for you to be able to see your credit score or a close estimation because it's not actually pulling your, your credit report. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just a way to keep, keep, you, uh, keep you up to date on how your credit is doing. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's fast forward this story here. So Scott, we've got the idea. We've co- overcome some roadblocks. Now we're ready to go live. Is, ha- since Fizz has gone live, has there been any like testimonials that you guys are like, oh, this stands out. This is super cool. Like This is what the product is about? Yeah, absolutely. So we have started to see like the app store reviews and stuff roll in. People will also DM us on, on social media all the time and leave comments on some of our posts. People are loving Fizz. People really love the app. Um, there are some people who actually switched from other cards to the Fizz app. Mm. And they're like bragging about our design and how easy it is to use um, the card. Also like Josh, I don't know if we mentioned earlier, but thanks so much for being a Fizz user. We really appreciate you. Of course. Um, but the testimonials have been amazing. Like it, it's been like great to hear from 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 the community um, how much they're liking Fizz. I was going to say, I think it, it shows when, and I think we feel very similar in a sense when like our peers in a sense are understanding what we built and why we built it. And I'm assuming you guys are probably in the same field. It's like, we built this for people like us. And so when it starts to work, that's awesome. Like it's, it's a really awesome feeling. What's it feel like to be, you know, a young entrepreneur that now has this product that's live and it's working. What's, what's the thought process or feels with both of you on that? Yeah. On one hand, like it doesn't necessarily feel real because we were Mm -hmm. kind of building this in the dark for so long. And now we've been live just for um, like, I guess about a month at this point, um, or at least at the point of recording. Um, So, but it definitely feels cool. Right. So like my little sister, she's a freshman in college. Um, Her friends were like on FaceTime the other day and they're all fizz users as well. And they're like, Oh my God, we're speaking to the owner (laughs) of this company of the card that we're all using. And they started asking me like customer support questions. Um, So it it, it definitely feels really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. And Sam, what, how are you feeling? You've been behind this thing, you know, building this thing from the back end. What's it feel like? 
it's awesome. I mean, like, I'm just so grateful that I got connected with Scott well more than a year ago and that, you know, he felt confident enough in me to bring me on. And I, it's just, it's surreal for me. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. Like I, I, I feel like I'm bragging when I tell <laughs> people about my job because I just love it so much. Like I never, you know, today's Monday, like how many people wake up on Mondays dreading what they have to go do that day? Yeah, like yeah. I almost didn't even know, like, I'm just excited about it. I was excited about it yesterday and just, excited to see where how we keep killing it over the, the next months and years yeah, yeah that's awesome guys i think that's amazing i think that's also very commendable for you scott to create an environment with your co-founders that makes somebody like the head of uh content feel so comfortable <laughs> at your company i think that's fantastic um i also wanted to know how do you guys monetize as a free card like what um how do you yeah how do you how do you make money from this company yeah this is one of our yeah go ahead scott no, so basically, this is this is one of like our, our things that we like to brag about also. So when you use any credit card or debit card, what happens is a small percentage of that transaction goes to the merchant. Okay. So you're at a coffee shop, roughly like 2% of that, that purchase price is actually being taken from the merchant to pay for the use of the payment method, which in this case is the card. Um, that fee is called an interchange fee. Biz also makes money based off of, the, of that interchange fee. So we don't charge you to use the card. We don't charge merchants for the card. But the interchange fee is like an industry standard fee that helps credit card and debit card companies make revenue. That's okay, awesome. and then how much percentage of each transaction do you guys take? It's it kind of depends on a few different factors, but it's roughly between one and two percent. Okay, that's cool. awesome. Well, as we wrap up this episode, I love to if there's any messages that you guys have for. I'm sure we have so many college students or young adults that are listening, not really sure what direction to take when it comes to credit or joining something like Fizz. What would your guys' message be for them? I mean, I would just say like right now start do mm. something um head on over to our blog and read something learn something new about your finances um you know take the take the dive and sign up for a card yeah um, go have a conversation with a friend or with a, a parent or you know somebody you trust about money just don't i just see way too many people fall into the trap of holding uh holding things at arm's length and saying i just don't want to deal with this i don't want to think about it and while I, you know, I understand the sentiment, I understand it's scary, I understand that it's confusing and just, and frankly, annoying a lot of times, mm. but you get so much benefit from just starting, from just saying, okay, I'm gonna do this. Um, because, you know, you're gonna thank yourself a month later, you're gonna thank yourself a year later, you're gonna especially thank yourself once you've graduated college and you have this, you know, wealth of knowledge about personal finance, you're going to have this credit score. And so just get started. You're not going to regret it. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Scott, from the CEO, what would, COO, what would your message be for the people? I think Sam kind of said the best thing, right? Like you always hear these ridiculous stories of people saying, okay, if I had started investing when I was 18 years old and I'd only invested like a few hundred dollars each year, then I could have retired a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Building credit is a similar sort of story. So if you start now, you down the, down the road, you will have saved countless tens of thousands of dollars, most likely, and you will be like patting old you on the back. So definitely like the same advice as, as Sam, start now. That's yeah, awesome. I love that. And what's cool, you guys, is we've partnered with Fizz and we actually have a present for all of you guys. We've been talking with Fizz this whole episode and we decided we want to come together and give you guys something. Scott, we're going to chime in there. Use code Juvie to sign up for Fizz and get $10 when you sign up. You can find us on the Apple App Store by searching Fizz, the student card. That's it. You heard Amazing. it. First link in the description. 
Juvie, $10, preloaded on your card. Go use code Juvie on Fizz. Yeah, and guys, I know a lot of people in the youth think, oh, it's an ad read, I'm going to skip this. Or it's a brand, I'm going to skip this. But guys, we truly believe in Fizz. We think it's a fantastic company. I'm a dedicated user. That's right. And we really think you guys should be too because it will help you build your credit score. Um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much, guys, for having us. Yeah, of course, guys. All right. Well, we thank you guys for tuning in. If you made it to the end of this episode, first link in the description. If you guys made it to the end, you're not subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button. Thank you guys for tuning in. That's a wrap. That is a wrap.